Heart to Heart, a Catholic media ministry presents Season of Joy, Reflections for the 50 Days of Easter. Today's reflection is by Terry O'Connell. Terry has been happily married to his wife, Cindy, for 44 years. They have three children and three grandchildren. He's a retired senior executive who worked for Time Warner Cable for 30 years. His hobbies include golf, which he enjoys most often, fishing, which he seldom does, and reading. He and his wife are blessed with not only a great marriage and family, but also many close friends, all of whom enrich their lives. Now let's listen to today's scripture, followed by Terry's reflection. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus that, if he should find any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey, as he was nearing Damascus, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, Who are you, sir? The reply came, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice but could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was unable to see, and he neither ate nor drank. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is there praying, and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias. Come in and lay his hands on him, that he may regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and children of Israel. And I will show him what he will have to suffer for my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. 
Laying his hands on him, he said, Saul, my brother, the Lord has sent me. Jesus, who appeared to you on the way by which you came, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, things like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized. And when he had eaten, he recovered his strength. He stayed some days with the disciples in Damascus, and he began at once to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. The Word of the Lord. As we just heard in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles, it's about a man named Saul, whose job it was to locate the followers of Jesus, place them in chains, and imprison them. Clearly, Saul was a very bad man. One day, Jesus came to Saul, instructing him to go to Damascus and await instructions. He did as he was told. Jesus told one of his disciples in Damascus, Do as I ask, saying, This man Saul is a chosen instrument of mine. Those are the words that really hit home with me. If God could choose a sinner like Saul, he truly is all about forgiveness and giving second chances. Here is my story. Ten years ago, my family and I found a small, relatively new nonprofit charity in Columbus, Ohio, called Starhouse. Their mission was to care for homeless youth ages 14 to 24. I had no idea our city or any city had a homeless youth problem, much less with people that young. I knew right away Starhouse needed help, and I had the time since I had recently retired from my job. Jesus was already talking to me, but I didn't realize yet what was taking place in my life. Nevertheless, his message was clear. This was to become my new calling in retirement. These young homeless people were the forgotten ones on our streets. These kids were alone and completely without love of any kind in their lives. Just imagine. Starhouse needed a larger building which would allow the needed growth to expand its mission and reach many more of these at-risk young people. This is a story of how my eyes were opened and when I heard God talking to me, guiding me every step of the way, even though I could not see him, nor could I hear his spoken words. I found a larger building which needed a complete renovation. The building was valued at 600000 with the renovation costing another $1.4 million. I had no money for this project, not one cent, nor did I have any experience raising money for charities. By the time I signed the purchase agreement, I had 10000 in the bank from a friend. I needed to find another 590000 by the closing in just three short months. I began praying hard. At the closing in 90 days, I had raised the money and was able to write a check for the full amount. I was overcome with emotion. I began to realize there was a higher power at work in this project. This wasn't my project, but God's. 
Like Saul, God had chosen me, of all people, to be his instrument. I now had to raise another $1.4 million for the renovation of the building. It was a daunting task. How would I ever find that much money? Asking for money is not easy. Slowly but surely, though, people, companies, and foundations began to donate money. One day I was at morning mass again praying very hard, asking God for help. I had not had a donation in over a month. I was deeply discouraged. I remember walking out of church with a friend complaining about my predicament. She said to me, Terry, don't worry, God will provide for you. When I reached my car only moments after she said those words, I noticed I had several messages on my phone. Each call was from people wanting to donate. One gave 50000 and the other $75,000. I had long since realized that God was at work in my life, but this experience that day was overwhelming. I knew all of my work and success thus far was really God's work and God's success. This I told to everyone I knew. I had never felt as close to our Father as I did that day and every day that followed. Thirteen months later, we moved into the $2 million new building debt-free. God introduced me to Starhouse. It was He that provided the opportunity for me to strengthen my relationship with Him, and in so doing, help those far less fortunate than I. Indeed, to help those young, hopeless souls He holds closest to His heart. We all need to open ourselves up in a way that allows Jesus to come into our hearts, to hear Him even though we cannot see Him, to accept that He has chosen us to be His instrument and do His work here on earth, no matter how large or small the task may be. Each of us can be a modern-day Saul if only we allow God to come into our lives. And I am blessed to tell you this happened to me. God bless you all. We hope you've enjoyed today's Season of Joy Reflection. Tune in tomorrow for the next edition in our Easter series. And if you haven't already joined our email list, visit htoh.us to sign up and receive more inspirational content delivered right to your inbox. May God bless your heart and the hearts of all your loved ones.